Hello and welcome to Corgi Town USA. Hi, if you're new here, I'm Candy. Welcome. We are in season four. We are. Wow. Yeah. In my lapish tuckles are spokes, Korg. He's always glad to greet you. And of course, Kat. Hi, I'm Catherine. And uh, on the floor running around, possibly destroying equipment, yeah. is my boy, Digby. Yes. He is playing with his uh, brofer, your darling Mortimer Barnabas yes. uh, sitting in the corner is the ever adorable booger and somewhere in the living room is hammer. hammer. Yeah. And Digby's trying to get a date with booger and yes. she's very resistant. That's been a while now. <laughs> well, we're here for you every Thursday. If you like this video or this audio podcast, please like, and subscribe. We need your Thank likes you. and subscriptions. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook's all the, all the, social media calls at Corgi Town USA. Thank you so much for joining us. Indeed. We have a segment called uh, our creator series and we have a very special honored guest today who is in a stormy part of the country. Right. So we may uh, lose her due to storms. If we do, we'll come right back. Thanks for joining us and rolling with it. We often lose equipment because we have Zoomy Corgis in right. the studio. So if you're not new here, you've seen it happen. We do come right back. <laughs> so we have uh, Vanessa Keys. Should we bring her on? Absolutely. Let's get Vanessa on. Vanessa, Hello. welcome. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Well, thank you. I Tell us a little bit uh, first about your business and what you do. You're an artist. So, yes, I'm an artist. And I've actually done tons of different kinds of art. Um, and... It's, it started a long time ago. When I was eight years old, I did my first oil painting. My, my brother-in-law and my sister had lost their uh, labs, both of their labs, Flynn and Sable. And um, my dad happened to be an artist too. And so he gave me his oil paints and said, hey, make something for him. And I painted a little scene for my sister. And um, it was, that was my first like, Ooh, I like doing art. I like making things to make people feel better. And so I was kind of young. And then from there, I just, that was what I was good at. If I wanted a good grade in anything, I was like, does that come with an art project? Because <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. I love it. And so tell us, so that's how, is that how you got kind of started with your love of pets? So I've always had a pet. I've never had like a point in my life where I haven't been surrounded by animals. Um, at that's at a good one life. point we had some exotic animals, uh, but yeah, my love of animals was from birth on. Um, one of my favorite things when I knew I really, really had bonded with saving animals and doing doing that is I grew up in the foot of the Blue Mountains, which is in northeastern Oregon, beautiful mountains. And every yes. summer we would ride our horses up to this little cabin that my dad built. And um, we would ride so our horses idyllic. up there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was just amazing. We'd pick up like rubber boa snakes and take them along. And out of the blue came this little, I'm thinking now he was probably English setter mix, just ran out. And I fell in love with him. He was just darling. And he came with us up the mountains and we tell him stay, stay. And at one point I had him on my little horse and we went up the mountains and 
in this little area where my dad had built a cabin, my grandfather also had a cabin and there was an outhouse and everything. And, and so my, uh, my little dog, I named him Sparky. My mom said, we can't keep him. He's somebody's dog. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is breaking my heart. And um, she was like, no, we can't, we can't keep him. But if he's here in the morning, We'll take him with us. So I took him out and hit him in the outhouse. He was there in the morning. <laughs> so, so that was my first love. And he, he turned out to be just a really fun dog. And so that's kind of where everything started and it just progressed. My, my, like I, I saved all sorts of animals Aww. all the time. Uh, so it's, in college, I had an old, old English sheep dog that um, I, I couldn't believe someone dog. had got him from the pound. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That is adorable. I love the hiding the dog in the outhouse story. Yeah, I have to say, I have a, very quickly, I have a similar story. So yeah? um, when my late husband and I were visiting my in-laws uh, a number of years ago, uh, there was a little black cat outside. And uh, the black cat had been abandoned by the neighbors. I won't even go into it. And... Um, and so we kind of convinced my in-laws that they had to take the cat in. Uh, however, they were going to Florida. It was cold. It was raining. It was December. Uh, they said if the cat was there when they got back. P.S. We made sure that the cat was there because uh, I had my sister-in-law <laughs> exactly. feed the cat, come by and feed the cat. And every night before uh, Barry and I went to bed, we would let the cat in the house. There was this um, storage <laughs> room that was half of the garage. And we would let the cat in the house. So... Uh, she would stay. Um, the end of the story is uh, mom and dad adopted Boo. Uh, Boo remains with my mother-in-law. My, my father-in-law passed away a year and a half ago. And uh, and Boo remains with my mother-in-law and is a constant source of um, of just joy and comfort to her. So, yeah, awesome. we hid the yeah. we hid the cat in my in laws' house, <laughs> yeah. and we were in our fifties, so you know. Yeah, well, Not, you, you got to do it. You you, you got to do. do it sometimes. <laughs> I I feel you. I I'm right there with you. <laughs> That's too cute. Well, mm. Vanessa, tell us how you. So uh, we, of course, we are pet and dog centric here, but we're also Corgi Town, USA. Yeah. So tell us how you fell in love with corgis. How did that get started? So I've always loved corgis. I I loved every picture of the Queen in her childhood with her corgi, and and I just always loved them. But for a long time, as you know, they weren't super popular. You couldn't just find a corgi anywhere. And one one time, um, a while, it's, I guess it's probably been 20 plus years. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but 20 plus years. Uh, my niece said, hey, I found some corgis. Would you like one? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes. Yes, I want one. And this was up in the Pendleton, Oregon area. Yes, yes, I want one. And so next thing I know... Here we are with this little corgi. Um, at the time, I was the director of a children's program here in Brookings, and he, they showed up with this corgi, and chaos broke out, of course. <laughs> and um, we just fell in love. We named her Charlie, and that is where it all started because they're just so hysterical. It's mm -hmm. They are the funniest breed, mm -hmm. like comedians. Yes. I love them. 
Yeah, we I, we agree, and we've had yeah. we've actually had trainers on that say the same yes. thing. They yeah. say corgis are hilarious. That's like Mortimer. I think Mortimer is my most hilarious corgi. Oh yes, indeed. He's like indeed. bossy and, and loud. They all have different personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I was all- laughing because I just saw that Bill Ingvall got a corgi, and I'm like, be prepared oh. to be upstage, Bill Ingvall, because corgis are funny. <laughs> the paparazzi is real. Yep. The yeah. Yes. Totally. <laughs> we we talk about that. It's um. I have some friends that uh, the first time they travel with me because we travel to the corgi events and uh, okay. I have I have a DM corgi. Hammer has degenerative myelopathy, so he yeah. can be it can be challenging traveling with him. But occasionally, I do travel with everybody. And yeah. um, Chuckles, what are you doing? Chuckles just knocking stuff <laughs> off the table, losing party the time. He says, "Hey, it's my moment, Mom. Let me up." Yeah. But, Let me uh, shine. Yeah, buddy. yeah, he is he, he is a conquistador after all. Yeah. So, but my friends, you know, that have traveled with me for the first time say, How do you go anywhere? Do people just go crazy over corgis? You get surrendered. Yes, we call that the paparazzi. Yep. And us corgi totally. parents are very comfortable with it and we're very familiar mm-hmm. with it. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and so are the corgis. I, I, yeah. I told the story on another episode last year. Um my fiance and I went up to uh, Jerome, Arizona, and we took the dogs. and uh, And my adopted son is uh, my adopted son puppy uh, is a um, an Australian cattle dog. And uh, oh, yeah. cattle cattle dog upstaged the corgi, yes. and little oh, Mister Corgi over here was none too happy. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I bet that is that's pretty offensive. Yeah. Digby didn't want to share the limelight. No, <laughs> I know. It's really funny because uh, the other thing that I've noticed when we travel with our dogs um, is you assume you know everybody if they have a corgi. I'm pretty sure I know them, which is kind of a funny thing. Um, yeah, I don't know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's instant, instant friends, you know, Corgi Nation. Absolutely. We're instant friends and we're always totally. glad to make friends and have the meetups. And yeah, yeah. you have to love I it. got to meet Franklin. Oh, yeah, got to meet Franklin. And, and that was, you know, he's, he's a DM warrior. And it was lovely to meet his mom and his grandma and his brother. So it, it was kind of fun just to meet up with them down at the beach. Yeah, we we always love to meet the corgis that we follow when we follow each other and go to the meetups. And it's it's always fun. And and sometimes you follow each other like on Instagram and you don't know until you meet, we ran into that at the last Corgi beach day where we were yeah. starting to meet and say, Oh, you look so great. Oh, you're Corgi town USA. We know you and we know chuckles. And yes. so it's, I love yeah. this, just the That's synergy fun. that the, happens. The community. Yeah. Definitely. And D- Digby is a local celebrity. He is. He is. People will say, Hey, we saw Digby. We saw Digby out. Oh, was he up walking the mountain with cat? Yeah. Yeah. Or we saw him at the coffee shop or just different right. places you go. Yeah. And <laughs> So Vanessa, tell us, so since you're a creator and you make art, what inspired you to combine uh, your, your love of corgis and your love of art? How did you get started with that? So it, it, I was doing it already. I, but about 12 years ago, um, a little corgi named Andy got lost and there was a huge search for Andy. And one night they decided they were going to have like a vigil, a candle lighting, and everybody was going to think about finding Andy. And as we did this, I started painting. 
and I painted a picture. It actually was one of my very first ones that I reproduced. And, and I just painted a picture of Andy and he was in a little sailboat and I was trying to get him to come home. And that's kind of how it started. And then um, from there, I put that out there and then it kind of ballooned. I've always used a lot of different art media. Um, it's like one of the things that I like the most is when I can take uh, clay or or my paint and just go to the thrift store and find something and think, ah, I could do this with that. So I repurpose things. And so it, it kind of blossomed from Andy and then um, Lear's Fire. We we do a, in honor of another mm -hmm. uh, Corgi that had DM. And um, my and friend Carol. They read the names of those passing the bridge. They do the reading right. of the names. They, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. For those and that, that's for those that don't how it know. Started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's how it started is um, just to be honest with you, to see people struggle with the sadness of their loss. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, what could I do to maybe bring a little like cheer to their lives or at least let them know that their, their loved ones, their, their pets, their are always around them, yeah. even if it's just in their hearts. And so that's when I transitioned into making like my little sculptures of little Corgi angels that I call flutterbys. And from there, that's basically, um, uh, ended up making memorials. Uh, and so it just, it, uh, kind of blossomed from there. Hey, you did one for Mr. Pickles, correct? Didn't you I did. One? I was going to tell you that. So yeah, uh, when sorry. Kelly McLemore, <laughs> when Kelly McLemore lost Mr. Pickles, um, a group of people, and that's another thing that I love about Corgi Nation is a group of people that love her and loved Mr. Pickles got together and said, Hey, we want to commission you just do whatever you want. You know, this is kind of the stuff that she likes. And so then what I do is I pull pictures off the internet or just like I had known of the, uh, the beach day, the, uh, what is this? Northern Cal, North, North Cal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And um, so and so then um, they're like, go for it. Do whatever you want. And the first things I saw was that red VW van mm -hmm. and then Mr. Pickles, of course, and his sweet little uh, Hawaiian shirts. Yep. And so I was able to to make like a, a van with all the different we had uh, Jojo, the surfing corgi on there, Mr. Pickles, mm -hmm. his sidekicks. And just it just was a fun piece. And. I hope, and I talking to Kelly, I, I know that that piece gave her great joy, but yes. the other joy is that all those people came together Yeah, yeah. to say, we love you. We love Mr. Pickles. You, you did not get to meet Mr. Pickles, right? No, I didn't. So, I didn't. Um, I don't I, do the beach thing. I don't travel in that way. I should. Sure. I just never have time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it does take time. Uh, yep. But we wanted, so for our, I think most of our audience knows that Mr. Pickles was the spokes cork for 
uh, SoCal Corgi Beach Day. But for those who don't, yeah. this is the famed Mr. Pickles we're talking about. And I've had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Pickles and Chuckles has met Mr. Pickles. And yeah. so is Mortimer. And so it was fun getting to meet the celebrity and getting to know Mr. Pickles. And he was really a sweet and special guy and so glad that I got to know him. And we they had unveiled the biggest, I think it's the biggest Corgi statue in North America. And it was of Mr. Pickles likeness. They had an artist there locally that made it but they unveiled yes. the big she mr pickles statue giant. i have a picture of chuckles oh, with yes. him <laughs> it's very cute but uh i love that what you've done there and um that's just precious and i am with you on that the way that everybody yeah. comes together like that we are a very supportive community because we know mm -hmm. we all know collectively how important these precious little souls are they to are. us they are they're very they're very life-changing yeah. life-changing yes, yes. And and I think that it's always good to have a base group of people that um, positively say, hey, we know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. You were there for you. And and just to put up a little more positive light on what is the darkest. I mean, for a lot of people, that is one of the darkest moments of their life is when they lose their pet. Oh, and so, yeah, it's just nice to have that kind of base community going, nope, let's get you through this. Yeah. So what, um, as kind of talking, earmarking on that or building on that, what is the most fulfilling, how, what do you get the most fulfillment of in, in what you do? Well, most I would have to say the memorial pieces, though it mm -hmm. does take a little toll. Sometimes it's too sad to even, sure. I'm just like, well, I got to step back for a minute. I'm going to step back and do yeah. it later. But yeah, the memorial pieces, um, I've had, I've done some really fun pieces, um, throughout my life. I used to make full-size Father Christmases, like human-size Father Christmases oh my. with my sculpting. Wow. And um, yeah. How long so does that, that take crazy. you? How long does that take oh, you? Oh, weeks. It yeah. took me weeks, um, weeks and weeks. And then um, I loved making the Mr. Pickles van. Uh, in I got to go down to Florida for the Florida Corgi picnic. And uh, they always auction off one of my pieces for a fundraiser for Corgi Aid. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, it, pardon me. Oh, we said, yeah, we know, yes. we know Corgi Aid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so uh, one year they were at Lake Pismo Beach. And all I could think of is, well, I have to make a rocket ship. So I made this rocket ship and I kind of had to go way outside the box because really I wanted it to be spectacular. And so I did a rocket and I painted it, but then I took tubes and put all of these corgis off with the little helmets on and they were floating oh. around. Oh. And then the final thing was a little I dream a genie corgi because there they were, you know, Cape Canaveral and Cocoa yeah, Beach yeah. and all that. So I had to do that. But then I think also I had a book that um, I illustrated a long, long time ago uh like early 2000 and it actually made it to the white house with and was under the christmas tree at the white house and wow. i got a nice letter from laura bush and Aww, it was it's pretty fun yeah pretty fun to go huh if my stuff's at the white house <laughs> yeah so great. that is that's amazing yeah. well and i'm gonna go off cuff a little bit here i would okay. like to ask what uh, what does your process look like? So obviously you get inspiration. You get inspiration from very important VICs, very important corgis, very important dogs. Right. And yep. 
how, what does your process look like? So you, you have the concept of what you want to create into, in, into the actual creation. Can you explain that a little bit? So, so when I get, when I get an order, so someone just this morning said, Hey, we, we'd like to commission a piece from you. And it's someone very special to me. And, you know, I usually say, okay, let me go look and see if we're friends, if we're connected that way, or if you need to send me pictures. And a lot of the times we are already connected. And um, so then my process is I look at the pictures, I print the pictures out, and I just cover my whole wall in my studio with their pictures. And I kind of try to feel them. I try to feel the corgis, you know, spirit, if you would. By looking at the pictures, you can see you can see which ones were ornery. You can see which ones were just silly. You can see which <laughs> ones were just dear through their little pictures in their eyes. And then I start with this. This is my clay. <laughs> oh, wow. So for yeah, those and, listening, those listening, not viewing on YouTube, Vanessa is yeah. showing us a little block of clay. It's literally yeah. just a little box size block that she starts yeah. with. Yeah. And so then, so that's the first process. And then like for my bigger pieces where I want it to be something over the top special, um, I, I go and I start looking at our thrift stores or I have, you can see behind me, I have a bunch of stuff that over the years I've picked up because I'm like, huh, I could do something with this. I, I want to do something with this and repurpose it and make it something special. And then um, there's been times where I'll go three or four days and not be able to hit on that thing that makes that special to the receiver. Sure. And so, and that's hard because I always want, if somebody orders something, I want to have it in a timely manner. And so then after I kind of hit on that, I start sculpting and the process is sculpting. I bake them at home. It's a, it's a low fire clay that I can do right in my oven. And then um, from there, I kind of bring all the pieces together that I think I might use. And, and there's a lot of things that I end up not using, but um, there's one right behind me and I'll show you. This is actually, so this one, hasn't gone anywhere yet okay. so um, we're getting a sneak peek yes yeah yeah can you, and, can you um, describe that piece for those listening yeah, and absolutely so this lady lives on the coast and she lost a very dear corgi uh one of her heart corgis and we actually haven't shipped it to her because it might be too emotional right now yeah. so um I went through and I thought, you know what, what would I want? So I put a lighthouse in the background. I painted it uh, using acrylic paint. And then, of course, I'm right here on the Oregon coast. So I have access to little bits of driftwood. So I have driftwood and then I do the sculpture. And um, I always like, you know, we talk about the Rainbow Bridge. That's another you know, happy thing to think about is that they're not gone from us. They've just crossed over mm -hmm. and that, you know, they're still around. So I always try to put a rainbow in my memorials and, and that sort of thing. So there's a little bit of a rainbow, the sun's breaking through a little bit. And so it's just kind of, I, I'm just trying to take away a little bit of, of that, you know, ease the pain. Ooh, who wants to talk? Yeah, that's, <laughs> welcome to the Corgi Town USA podcast where we have random borks from time to time. <laughs> yes. 
mine I had I I banished mine to the other end of the house because I knew it would be just my phone flying off or <laughs> like sorry guys. That that's our show in a nutshell. That's yeah. it. Oh, good, <laughs> and I'm good. sure I'm sure there are none too happy about it. None too no, happy they're about not. being in it. Yeah. And I will pay later. I will pay dearly later. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. You 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 pulled a block of clay out. Um, it was uh, it was Michelangelo who said, uh, and and I'm sure you feel the same way. It, for me, I see the block of clay. I'm not an artist, and I'm like, I couldn't even begin to think how to get something out. And Michelangelo said, I just look at the marble, you look at the block of clay and it's in there. I just have to release it. And, and, and that's so true. And yeah. I am in no way comparing myself oh. to Michelangelo, but it is true. Um, there are pieces that I will sculpt and I do look and I, because each Corgi is different. Each dog, yeah. each human is different. They're their own thing. But I wait too because um, I'll sculpt it and then all of a sudden I can see, oh, this is where its eyes are. Or, okay, look how that, because it just starts talking to you. And yes. it really does. Um, sometimes I have to walk away. Uh, the clay that I use, it actually... 24 hours later, after I've painted a piece, so here's another little piece that I'm working on, and it's a Flutterbark Corgi, and and so this person has lost their little Corgi, and um, so I sculpt their Corgi, look at the picture, but I'll walk away from it for a while, because overnight, the paint pulls into the clay and okay. changes it completely. Oh, wow. So if I don't like it the day before, I need to stop and walk away and then come back and see if I need to adjust or see if it actually was done. Refresh so, the process. It's kind yeah. of funny. It. And I'm not super patient. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because I feel like every little bit of like, um, my big goal as an artist is to pull that essence of their animals and put it into to my work so that when they get it, I get a lot of people that say, uh, I just got a box from you. I have to leave it for three or four days. I know what's in there, but I just can't open it now. And then three or four days later, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you so much because it is them, which is kind of, it's great to hear. Yeah. Kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh, sometimes I'm a little overwhelmed by that. That people are like, "No, this, this is great." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's overwhelming. But keep in mind that you yeah. are, you are definitely. This is so important to them, and they're never going to forget it. So what you do is right. very instrumental in healing, oh, and you. I think that says a lot. Yes, indeed. And this that's, is a and I think that's that's the gift. That's the gift that. It, that's that's the thing that I always have to remember. Yes. Take a step yeah. back and remember that maybe this is making someone's heart a little bit lighter. You know? Indeed. Indeed. So. And they have something to remember their precious by forever. Yeah. So totally. um, 
this is a loaded question, but do you have a favorite? Okay. And I'm sure you have, they are all special places in your heart. But if you're just to ask the question yeah. in shorthand, do you have a favorite piece that you've created? Yeah, I actually probably do. Um, I loved, I loved the VW van for Kelly. I loved it. But I, one of my favorite ones is one that probably didn't get seen very much. But I had gone to the thrift store and found this old cab candelabra and it was like offset. So, you know, here's the base, it's black and it kind of swung up, you know, maybe up to towards the right. And on each of the candles were these lilies. Like it, it was kind of creepy. And I'm like, dang, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so then I took and I sculpted, um, I think there were probably six of them, five or six little corgis. And I had some little silver bat, bat wings. And so I sculpted them and I put them all around this candelabra. And so they were little corgis flying around this kind of creepy candelabra. <laughs> and I liked that one. <laughs> well, that sounds precious. Yeah, it does. It yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> it was fun. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will. And then another. Another one that I loved is uh, the Philadelphia Corgi Picnic. They were having a big, uh, I think their 10-year celebration. And so I actually sculpted a Benjamin Franklin Corgi, the Liberty Bell, and like this whole group of these little corgis going to like Philly. And it, that was kind of fun too. Oh, how precious. The founding corgs. The founding yeah, corgs, totally. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, thank the little key sharing. and the kite. <laughs> that is adorable. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And we're also going to share some links if you're watching on YouTube down in the description box of where you can follow Vanessa if you don't already and where you can actually commission her art or contact her if you want a piece made, um, memorial pieces or otherwise. But for our listeners, Vanessa, please tell us where we can contact you or where to look for some of your works. So right now, um, I do a lot on Facebook. I might be transitioning from that. Um, the changes are making me crazy. And, uh, but I have a site called, uh, it's Zbits. And I'm also going to be setting up a actual web page and an Etsy account because I need to be able to uh, put my items up. Mm -hmm. yes. And so if you look Vanessa Keys at Zbits and I, I wanted to remember how to spell it, and it's .org. So like Z-bits, like Z-zebra, Z-b-i-t-s, you think? Uh, no, I think it's Z-h-i. Z-h-i-z-h-b-i-t-s. Okay, but, but, um, but for now, you can go to Facebook, Vanessa Keys. Yeah. And yeah, just and look at Vanessa Keys or even uh, Vanessa Keys Corgis by the Sea, Art Moore. That's, that's my other handle is Corgis by the Sea. Corgis by the Sea, and it's Vanessa Keys, K-E-Y-S, for yes. those listening. And we will, we will drop those links down in the description box. Meanwhile, Vanessa, we're going to let you get back to your art and your craft that you're so awesome. good at. But we appreciate you so much coming into our show and telling us about your process and your favorite pieces and sharing with us some of your creations. Yes. Well, Indeed. thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, you better pay up with some Tritos for those yes, corgis indeed. that I've been. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the peanut butter snacks all ready to go. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> well, don't wait any any longer on that. We know we would be in trouble. Yes, so. good mom. Yeah, good I wouldn't mom want to be dragged down. <laughs>
<laughs> well, have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Those little corgis by the sea, so precious. Yes, indeed. Did you see the the Mr. Pickles that she did with yes. the, the van? I mean, it's so cute. And she really does capture essences. Like, just see, I've seen a lot of her creations on the page and um, just tickled to death, just preciousness. And knowing corgis, I think being an artist and knowing their their proclivities and their personalities and their just the way they are, I think really helps because you are able to capture that just visually and and get that into the piece and always, Mm -hmm. you know, always be able to look at that piece and, and, and have that memory. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful memory brings back some things. Yes. I love it. Well, definitely click the links down in the description box. Uh, Go to Corgis by the Sea. Visit Vanessa Keys on Facebook. She should have some links there if you want to commission a piece. And just to go and see, click around on the page and see some of these awesome creations if you're not familiar with them. Meanwhile, if you like this video or this audio podcast, please like and subscribe. Uh, Please check out our website www.corgitownusa.com follow us on facebook instagram tiktok corgitown usa Uh, we try to bring you relevant content and every thursday we have a podcast for pets and their people different things about corgi lifestyle this is our creator series we are now in season four indeed Yes. And so it's also health of the breed and traveling with your pet and lifestyle. We also have some medical professionals. We bring on some veterinarians from time to time and vet techs try to bring you relevant content, everything that helps enrich our lives with our precious pets. And they are precious. Indeed. So I'm Candy. I'm Catherine. Chuckles, Digby, Mortimer, Booger Hammer. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.